Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. I am Jonathan Idle, a.k.a. Johnny Idle. I hope you're all well. Thank you so much for listening. Across the table from me is my lovely, talented, uh, uh, supportive girlfriend, Bessie. Hi, Bess. What dance do they call this? Vogue? Vogue. Yeah, I'm over here voguing. She's over there voguing. Is voguing a, a word? Must be, right? Did people say that? I think so. I'm voguing. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, You know, I was so focused on my voguing that I didn't even listen to the compliments. Uh, weird. Oh. Like, wait, what you're trying to tell me is you were, I was I was speaking and instead of listening to me, you were doing something ridiculous? Well, I, I, can't, I can't believe it. I was trying to enhance the listening experience. But they can't see you voguing. Oh, I know. But they can with their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to enhance the listening experience for both of us. So you'd have something to look at while you were explaining to me how great I am. <sighs> but uh, I can't put my attention on more than one thing at one time i guess clearly that's what that's why like sometimes when i'm trying to explain something to you and you start singing something or so i'm like honey i'll wait i'll wait till you're done because i know that you're elsewhere but i'm just doing it like to enhance your experience so i'm just too selfless is what it is i don't think that's it no i just think that you're easily distracted (laughs) yeah 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 i'm like (laughs) Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, Ooh piece, piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, something shiny. <laughs> if you, if you Squirrel. were, if you were a fish, you would be that fish that you catch like three times the same day with the same lure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, I back up to it and stick my tail on there. Why? Because that's funny. You don't ever catch a fish by its tail, do you? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, haven't yeah. been able to fish since I would say I was in my. Late teens, mid teens, and I and I was having trouble getting the hook out of this fish's mouth, and I I tore its lips off, and I oh. felt terrible. I felt awful. I haven't fished since. I felt Imagine just awful. Imagine how that fish felt going back to its friends. Yeah, like they're gonna know something's different. What do I do? <laughs> I felt awful. Oh, I felt gosh. just terrible. I, yeah, I, yeah, so yeah. I haven't fished One time since. I pulled out a fish's entire GI track, mm. and then it floated sideways, and I was like, I don't think that means good things. Well, you, what, you, the floating sideways is what, what got you. It wasn't uh, the fact that it, its entire GI track was on your hook. Peristalsis is happening on the line. Awful. I can't do it. So, I, yeah, so no, ever no, since no. that, can't, I can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. No, ever since can't that, do I can't. It, won't do it. Can't do it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'll catch a catfish just with a Neve. What's his name? From Catfish? Neve? <laughs> yeah, Neve, yeah. <laughs> hey, we have something really, really fun planned today. This is something that we've yeah. been wanting to do for weeks. You see, we did our cover songs that were more well-known than the original. We did that episode, and that was a lot sure of fun. Which, by the way, we have to do a part two because I thought of so many more and I, I thought of three mm. uh, uh, people that had huge hits with Tommy James and the Shondell songs. Holy moly. So just him alone. So I, you know, so we have to do that one again. But today. Tommy, no. What is that for? You said Tommy Jones and the Shondells. Tommy James. James. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I, 
I think I told that story on here when we yeah, had Tom sh- on here. Yeah, you sure but, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, great. That's a deep cut, I'm telling you, for fans only. Moving on. So today we are doing <laughs> song ripoffs, copyright infringement. Yes, I love this. Yeah, it love is. It's really, re- I it's, love stealing things. It's really good. It's going to be fun. So we're going to start with, of course, Led Zeppelin. If you, if you haven't been following or if you don't know... Uh, Led Zeppelin were downright criminals. I'm not saying that they they don't deserve the praise that they get. I'm not saying that they just maybe a little less of it. No, I'm just saying that they were criminals. Yeah, uh, they, you know, and and so we're gonna start off They're with the this bad one. Bad boys of music. Um, sure, we'll go with that. Why not? <laughs> Anyway, we're going to start with this one. This was gold. So listen, folks. I I'm not going to get into the details quite yet, but I have a big extra four-parter series coming up with our friend Andy Sauer. And I was over his house the other day just talking about this, this, this thing we have coming up. And he very sarcastically said to me, so, Jonathan, I was listening to Dazed and Confused the other day, and, and, and I was going to send you a text and ask you who they stole this one from. So I replied with this. So that's a song called Dazed and Confused by a, yeah. man, by a man named Jake Holmes. That so wasn't just, Led Zeppelin. Just for comparison, we'll play <laughs> just a little bit of the Led Zeppelin version. Then I'll get into the story a little bit. not true Wanted a woman never bargained for you Lots of people talking, few of them know Soul of a woman was created I mean So swanky I know, but is it just me? No, right? It's the same It is the same It's a cover song Well (laughs) Basically Okay, they did change the lyrics a little bit The lyrics are different and everything but before Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page was in the Yardbirds, and Jake Holmes opened for the Yardbirds in Greenwich Village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then you know Jimmy Page just kind of nicked it. And uh, in 2010, Holmes filed suit. The case was settled out of court, and now on Led Zeppelin's live release from 2012 Celebration Day, the song is now credited as uh, written by Page and inspired by Jake Holmes. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the next one we're not. It's not going to be all Led Zeppelin. We just have a couple of them by them here. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. you just have a bone to pick. This is a little bit of a whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. Way 
right, so there's that, the Led Zeppelin classic. But here is You Need Love from 1963, Muddy Waters, written by Willie Dixon, who wrote a bunch of songs for, for those blues guys. Sweet and cunning Baby, way down inside Woman, you need love Woman, you need love You got to have some love So, all right, so that's a little looser yeah. of, a, of, a, of, a, of a thievery, but anyway uh, Thievery <laughs> he direct, But he did almost directly quote from You Need Love, and Dixon sued in 1985 and settled out of court and is now listed as a co-writer. Ah. So again, it, this wouldn't be a problem if they would just would have given the credit to begin yeah, with, right? from the beginning. Right, right. You only know when you get caught. All right, so this one, this one gets a little more weird. Okay. Okay. I'm this is uh This is Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You by Led Zeppelin. Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. Baby, 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 I'm gonna leave you. I said, baby, you know I'm gonna leave you. All right, so that song is credited on the album as as a, a traditional, so it's just kind of there to scoop, right? Okay, so but it was also what does that mean? Um, traditionals are like uh, like these like um, old songs that are just kind of there, like whiskey in the jar and stuff like that, or these old oh, songs gotcha. that people are just kind of there's no like They've, credited songwriter, right? Just kind right, of, yeah. right. They okay. kind of extended their warranty <laughs> or lost their extended warranty. Or there was never really, there was no, nest, uh, there was... Um, they were free range. Yeah, pretty much, right? So, it was like finding a peach tree in the park. Yeah, well, Joan Baez... Yeah, sure, well, I guess, okay. Joan Baez <laughs> also recorded the track on her 1962 live album. Okay, so there's that. But you just found out some more news about this. What do we have yeah, here? In 58, Anne Breeden sang it. It was the first ever recording. She she recording. wrote it. She wrote it. She wrote it. Recorded it. Right. And it exists. And then in 1960 to 61, Janet Smith sang and recorded it. Right. And then Led Zeppelin sang it and recorded it. And even though multiple people had done it, they still said... They were the only ones. Yeah. Well, no. They still only gave no. themselves credit. They did not. They oh, did okay. not. Uh, to their credit, in, in, so in all fairness, Baez's album, Joan Baez's album, also mistakenly listed the song as a traditional. Gotcha. So they just took it and they just, you know, uh, so. So when, so the song was under 
like the category of like traditional like first come first serve yeah. music yeah but it was actually ann breeden's yeah it was a mistake yeah oh. so in, in, in all fairness who made let, that mistake i don't know it was twice it happened Doug, so anyway when one job so she was unaware that led zeppelin had covered her song but when she found out in the 80s mm-hmm. somehow it went that long she agreed to split the royalties with them and is now listed as a co-author. So there's that. So and, and I mean, Anne doesn't seem like the type to be listening to Led Zeppelin. So it probably took a while. Probably. Because that, 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 that version sounds like... Should we play a little bit of that version? Definitely. Okay, let's play a little bit of that. And if I'm gonna leave you Tell you when I'm gonna leave you When that old summer comes Summer comes a-rolling Totally different. So different. Like, that's almost like a bluegrass kind of country song or whatever, right? but it's still, you know, so. So in their defense, in their defense, they did, they just did what Joan Baez did and just said yeah, it was yeah, a traditional. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Okay, well, let this one slide, lead. All Can right. we call them lead? Are we on a first name basis? We or? are not. We're not. Oh. We'll call them uh, Misters Zeppelin. Should we, should we come on and be like, hi, I'm Led Zeppelin? What? We can steal rights to their name. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, Mambo number five. <laughs> Mambo number five. <laughs> Jump up. So there's Lou Bega, right? Yes. What he did is he actually sampled a song. It was an instrumental from 1949 by a guy named Damaso Perez Prado. And here's his version right here. So because he just sampled it, he did write the lyrics to go over it because right. that was an instrumental. Okay, right. Lou Bega did anyway. Right. But it became seven-year copyright trial between Prado's estate, Pure Music, the ones who own the own the rights to the song, sure. and Bega's producers. But Prada did actually reach out to Pure Music about using it. So and he did so much, so many changes to the song. So now it's credited as who did Lou Bega did. Oh, okay. Lou Bega, I yeah. think you said Prado did. Did I? I yeah, probably did. Anyway, whatever. well, Lou Bega did a bunch of changes sure, to the sure. song and everything. So, gotcha. so it was ruled yeah, as so he did it legit. It, yeah, it, yes, but there was no credit given on on the record on Lou Bega's. There was no credit Got given it. to this other guy, right? Did anybody else know that this was a thing? Of course not. So, uh, because of his significant contributions to this version, the court's final ruling uh, declared it a new song co-written by Prada and mm. Bega. So. Now listen. Yeah. That freaking original song slays. It slays, yeah. Oh there yeah. There is nothing that makes me happier than big band. Really? Like everybody's jamming together. Like you got the horns going, you know, and like the guy in the middle's like, yeah, grooving <laughs> and getting everybody coordinated. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, that is the best. The drummer's the right hand of the drummer. It's that. Oh god. If I could just go to a live recording of the what was the Ricky Ricardo show called? 
I Love Lucy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one uh, from the show. Do you remember? This is a fact that doesn't What do you, What do you mean? Matter. I don't understand. What are you looking for? Well, on the show, he had the show, you know? Oh, yeah. He had his show. It was his, yeah. He had a club. I think it was yeah. called... A, was no, but a, he had a show, too. And she would perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A live show at his club. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. would perform. And he didn't want her on the show. I don't remember what it was called. I don't know. But, but anyway, would be, I would be there yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. Now, I take... So, for me... And I know you're very one-sided on this kind of argument. Uh, yeah. But to me, there's a lot of gray area. Well, yeah. Like the stuff Led Zeppelin did with taking lyrics and, and, and music. They did so many more. And that would no than those credit three. ever right. given when it was clearly, like you could see clearly parallels. Yeah. That is a little awful. Right. However, like, there's only so many combinations of sounds and words well, that sure. you can put together. And at some point, somebody, une- like... Well, we get into that a little bit later, too. Like, unintentional stuff, that happens, too. there's yeah. going to be some overlap here and there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only make so many combinations with three different chords if you're doing a three chord song. Yeah. But well, how do you feel about people like like Lou Bega and the next person we're talking about who just takes samples without giving any credit? That's another thing. To me, that's not that big of a deal. It's a huge deal. It's but it's such a different like the both songs have completely different spirits. You can tell me that Lou Bega not Mambo number no. five has a different spirit from the original. Yes. You're out of your freaking mind. No, I'm inside my mind. Okay, anyway, regardless, how do you feel about this next piece of crap, 1990 uh, Vanilla <laughs> Ice stealing the bass line from Under Pressure? Let's listen to the beginning of Ice Ice Baby. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Huge hit. Huge hit. Right? Great which renovations is, show. Which is scooped directly. It is a sample. <laughs> What'd you say? What? His renovations show is great. <laughs> I doubt it very much. No, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though, even if he's in it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, they he stole the sample from the beginning of Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. Here's a little bit of that. <laughs> different songs i this this is how i feel they're totally different songs so you think that he should just be able for free to take this thing that these people paid money to record and wrote themselves he should just be able to scoop that bit without giving them any credit not only did he not give them any credit but he said this hold on a second we sampled them from them but it's not the same baseline uh like he goes ding 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 ding. That's the way theirs goes. Ours goes ding 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 ding. It's not entirely different. It's the same thing. He just added the one note from the same fucking sample and gave them no credit. This falls within the grayest of gray for me. I couldn't disagree more. I couldn't disagree more. Well, I you want to cancel it? No, I don't want to cancel it. I just want you to stop saying that. Should I like flip the table and stuff? Wait. 
is this that moment? There's no more recorded episodes after this. No. We just leave it like the busy signal. Whatever you think. what the busy signal Whatever is. you think, it doesn't matter because the court demanded he pay uh, financial restitution yeah. to the band. So bands. in my opinion. Oh, wait. And all members of Queen were also given songwriting credit for the sample. Okay. Okay. So good. In your opinion. Congratulations. In your opinion. I'm not arguing with you. I know, but go ahead. In my opinion, because there is so much gray, there's so there's some that's clearly by any commoner's ears yeah. the same. Right. And there are some that you would never you might not ever really c- correlate them. There's so much in the middle. Okay. And so I trust that this is probably the only time that I have full trust in the judicial system. I trust what the courts say about these things. I go with their opinion. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's so many ways that you could overlap with old music. Okay. But he didn't just copy it. He literally took the recording. Yeah. And then paid them nothing. Give them credit and give them some money and you're fine. But just don't take it and pretend it's yours. What an, if you're so talented, if you're such a talented songwriter and performer, sure. then write your own fucking music and don't steal from, from somebody else and claim it to be your own. Mm, yeah. What? No? There's a lot of gray in this. There's a lot of gray in this. Well, we're going to get to one where I don't agree with it. We are getting to one where I don't agree. Okay. But first, let's play a little bit of Come As You Are by Nirvana. And this is a little bit of a song called 80s by a band called Killing Joke. I'm excited about this one. Okay. I don't know this. Yeah, I just discovered this uh, yesterday myself. So here, let's play a little bit of that. 80s by Killing Joke. So it's the same guitar riff, sped up. Same, yeah. same, same effect on the guitar. Yeah. What do you feel about that one? Is it a ripoff or not? Well, it's clear, like the same with Vanilla Ice. It's clearly the same. Yeah. Well, Man, they started. Wild. Well, they started legal proceedings, but then Kurt Cobain killed himself, so it was kind of a moot point at that point. So it just got dropped. Oh my God. Maybe that's why he did it. It was them. Yeah, he, they, they did murdered it. him. They murdered him. <laughs> Because he stole their riff. So Courtney's been to blame all this time. And it was and it was and it was killing joke. Killing their name is Killing Joke. Ah! Anyway, so he was going to start that. So I don't know. You can form your own opinion on that one or not. Anyway. Yes, I will. Thank you. So this next one, I I actually don't agree with this one. I really don't because I don't think you can. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. So they dropped the charges. I get that's all it says. Uh, it, it said it says, um, "Killing Joke" had begun legal proceedings back in the day before Cobain's sad, self-inflicted ending rendered the squabbling somewhat irrelevant. That's all it says. So I really don't know. But the song would still accumulate royalties, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't so, know. yeah. I well, don't that know. was kind of nice of them to just drop the issue. I guess. I guess that was a mourning band. Yeah. Let them 
deal with other things. Yeah. Ugh, killing joke. <laughs> Everybody go buy their albums. Go see them in, to- in concert. I'm sure they're selling out. I'm sure, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's play a little bit of uh, this is "Got to Give It Up" by Marvin Gaye. Let's listen to uh, just a little bit of that. So Robin Thicke and Pharrell, they wanted to have something that had the same groove as that. Mm. So they came up with with blurred lines. Let's listen to uh, to a minute of that. Everybody get up. similar two bangers back to back yeah yeah great right this is a fun episode it is a fun episode i like, I like it. music sometimes yeah yeah yeah. sometimes every it's now a, and then it's a good time similar vibe but i don't think they are so similar where they should have gone to court for it i really Can like I how do you say does marvin gay not have enough money like do these bands well, marvin gay's dead so so point Exactly. Well, there are people at his estate. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You listen, but, estate. You need to calm yourselves down. Like all these people that are fa- hugely famous that are suing other people that are hugely famous. Like, calm down. Go get yourself a donut. <laughs> I could use like, a donut. Let's go get a donut. Tip your bartenders and leave us alone. Like we don't need more rich people <laughs> getting more rich. Like anyway, <laughs> right, right. Really. <laughs> that's the problem in all this greed sure but regardless i personally don't think they are so similar that they need to go to court over it but the courts uh didn't agree uh thick and williams were ordered to pay four million dollars in damages and 3.4 million in profits so 7.4 mm. million dollars i really don't think that's i i think there are far worse ones that get thrown out than yeah. that. So anyway. How about like both of them sit down and say, hey, you know what? I wrote that, but we make music for a living and have tons of money. So why don't we just like remove our ego and both of us will just make more money? How about that? Maybe we do a crossover. Maybe I show up in your music video. Can't there be another way? Do you have to sue everybody? Really? Again, I think it's a matter of credit and money. That's yeah, all. Well, they I need mean, to if, get you, over if you take something direct, I feel like you got to pay somebody. I don't care how rich they are. If you stole something, a piece of their work, look it, look I it, guess. look it. If to I some ste- extent, if I steal a painting from somebody and I sell it and I put my name on it, that's well. If stealing. you if you paint it and then you sell it. If I, so if I took somebody's painting, I painted painted an exact copy of it. If you painted the Mona Lisa yeah. and you went and sold it, I think you should get paid for it. Uh, yeah. You're wrong. You're 100% wrong. Anyway, <laughs> let's play the, the chorus. Does, do you think anybody's going to think that you were the original painter of the Mona Lisa? Let's play the chorus from Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Play okay. the chorus from that. Yeah, yeah. 
he steal it? Yes, he did. <gasps> uh, Brazilian artist Jorge Ben Jor, J-O-R, I'm not sure, but he has a song. Jorge. Yeah, he has a song called Taj Mahal. Here it is. Nope. Yeah, that one isn't as obvious uh-uh. to me. Is that, but they settled out of court. It's, That's stupid. They settled that out of court, dumb. and Rod Stewart later admitted to what we talked about earlier: unconscious plagiarism. Like it wasn't intentional, right. and you know, so so. Of course, that's different. Yeah, of course. Taj, control yourself. Yeah, that one's whack. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really. But but whatever. It is what it is. So what are you gonna do? He. Yeah. He had to pay a little bit, and that's that. So it's it's so vague. It's not even a. Right. I don't think I don't think the chord progression is the same. It's just that one little yeah, piece yeah, of the yeah, melody. Yeah. So and whatever. Thinking of this as paintings is a good analogy because if you have two paintings of sailboats, they could be exactly the same or completely different, and there's this huge gray area in between. You're not going to get me to agree with you. I'm just saying that's I, no, true. I hear, right? I hear you. Yeah. So. At some point, there has to be some line, and it's so, it's got to be so case by case. So how is that case. different from what you agreed with me on Led Zeppelin? How is that any different? Because those are the same sailboats. Okay, Ice Ice Baby stole the actual line. The The, the baseline. The baseline. But not music and... So they stole not, the music. I'm not, making, I'm not making a stance on Ice Ice Baby. I'm saying I defer to the court on yes. that one. Well, yeah. Is what I'm saying. And they deemed that it was the same. So yeah. I agree with that. Okay. But like it's there is a wandering line that has to be case by case. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. I agree. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. That I agree with. So to, for some of them... I guess my opinion just defers to whatever came out of their court case. But I also think a lot of this is greed influenced. They're like, oh, no, that's mine. Well, I don't think I this. That. I don't, mine. I don't that think this guy, like me, so Jorge Benjor, I don't think he's swimming in money. So, I mean. Well, then give him his five bucks. <laughs> give right. him his money. Let's, Maybe there should be a financial uh, difference gauge and that, that influences <laughs> the judge's decision. Let's play a minute of My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. So in 1976, he was accused of plagiarizing the Chiffon's 1963 hit, He's So Fine. He's so fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. The Chiffon's are queens. Yeah. I love that music. Oh, it's great. That's I love like it. That's like all my Pandora. So same thing. It was, it was, the vertical is, it was uh, uh, subconscious plagiarism, basically meaning that he didn't do anything intentional. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, he still had to pay $1.6 million. Mm. I think he could afford it though. It's Maybe okay. Maybe they could just agree to give it to charity. It's so petty. It seems so petty to me. Well, sure. But I mean, it, it, is, it. it is what it is. I mean, what are we going to do? I'm just saying. I mean, you're right. I don't imagine the songwriter was lacking money, but I mean, at the same time, you know, George right. Harrison had plenty too. Sure. <laughs> you know, so. 
Very true. Yeah. So when they were, when the movie producers for Ghostbusters approached Huey Lewis. This is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. They approached approached Huey Lewis. They wanted a song similar to "I Want a New Drug." Let's yeah. play. Let's play a bit of that. "I Want a New Drug" by Huey Lewis. <laughs> Well, Huey turned them down. Mm. I believe I believe he was doing stuff with the Back to the Future franchise at the time or something. Mm-hmm. So they approached Ray Parker Jr. And Ray Parker Jr. came... <laughs> He's like, I know. I know what I'll do. <laughs> I'll write a song that sounds exactly like I Want a New Drug. And here it is. So yeah, he got sued. <laughs> he didn't. I feel that he didn't truly understand the assignment. I, well, I think he did. They wanted the assignment a song. is not the same as. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Similar. Right, to. right, right. So they. I, I don't know what the the what Poor the actual Ray. financial compensation was, but it, they it was a quiet out of court Hopefully, settlement. So Bill Murray covered that one. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. 1989. Tom Petty. I won't back down. So Jeff Lynn from ELO also had something. I don't know if he was a co-songwriter or a producer. I'm not really sure. But then 2014 came Sam Smith. Stay with me. Oh, won't you stay with me? Because you're all I need. This ain't love. It's clear to see. But darling, Hey, you know, no, another gray one to me. Agreed, but the courts believe that uh, that Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn deserve twelve point five percent of the Stay oh, With Me royalties. Wow. But twelve point five, I mean, it's you know, whatever. <laughs> Can I just say? Sure. That is the best music video. That Tom Petty. Yeah, it's really good, it's right? So wild. It's a big globe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah, yeah. like very Alice in Wonderland. No, no, that's no, that's oh. um, that's uh, uh, don't come around here no more. Oh well, he had a way with videos. He sure did. Yeah, yeah. I liked the one for you got lucky. It was very post-apocalyptic Ooh. and stuff. Very, very cool. Yeah, very, very theatrical. cool. I feel like music videos don't have a platform anymore. Do people are still pe- people making music videos? I think so. I don't know. It's got to be one of the best ways to funnel your money into oblivion <laughs> because nobody's watching that. No. You can't tell me like 16-year-olds are YouTubing music videos. I bet they are because they're uh, on there. They're on YouTube. So Yeah, but no, people are just listening to music and watching DIY crafts. All those kids and their rock and roll. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah, their yeah. hula hoops. 
<laughs> so this is a prime example of how not to file a lawsuit. Mm. Warning, 2000 Warning by Green Day. I love that song, by the way. It's a great song. I don't really know it. No, it's good. I used to sing that one. Maybe I should ah. pick it back up. Well, in 2001, a guy named Colin Mary, he's a songwriter for this obscure English band called The Other Garden, sued Green Day claiming that Warning was a copy of his song, Never Got the Chance. Ah. Super very similar, similar, same bass. Very, very. Yeah, it's the same bass line, same everything. So that, that song came out in 1997. Mm. So he and his lawyers threatened to sue Green Day, despite the fact that Mary admitted that both his <gasps> and Green Day's songs both had the same distinct riff as Picture Book by the Kinks. Well, that one came out in 1968, so... <laughs> the criminals here are Other Garden. Yeah. 100%. Yes. They stole, and then they were like, we're the only ones that can steal. You stole that song we stole. Yes, what? Yeah, so, so guess... Don't you just try to keep flying under the radar? Yeah, don't you? Yeah. Hey, how, yeah, you told them. Oh, my, song my was just, God. <laughs> An idiot. Fevery 101. And guess what? The lawsuit was dropped. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. We're going to end with one that I find to be the most ridiculous uh, and frivolous lawsuit ever. Okay. <laughs> well, as far as music goes, yeah, okay. Sure, sure. So this is uh, The Old Man Down the Road by John Fogarty, 1985. <laughs> Well, when Creedence Clearwater Revival left, he relinquished all his rights to the music. Mm. Okay, so whoever owns the Creedence Clearwater Franchise. material, yeah, claimed that that song sounded too much like the 1970s song "Run Through the Jungle." It's not the same, and I'll tell you why it's not the same. Oh. Uh, because in court, John Fogarty literally brought his guitar in and played both songs and showed how they are not even remotely similar at all. And it's kind of hard to sue somebody for sounding like themselves. <laughs> right? I mean, he was, you know, so. And the, That's the, the, so true. Yeah. He literally played it. Here, here's what it is. Here's one. Here's Maybe the other one. Maybe it was the jury's sneaky way of getting a free intimate concert. Maybe, right? I got the two songs by John yes. Fogarty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, judge did all of this so that those 12 people could have a yeah, 
Have yeah. a time. Yeah, both songs. I hope it, they were snacks. It, it's it's just the same the same thing with the the sue Robin Thicke. Sue this person for sounding like themselves. Themselves, right? That's literally <laughs> what they were doing. And this is very to me. This is very similar to the Robin Thicke and Marvin Gaye thing. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Uh huh. You know, but they More are mambo. actually very different. No, Mambo took. It's a sample of the same song. You can't say that one. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> Did you hear anything I said? Any of it? Samples from Costco are very different than oh getting my the God. item. Well, anyway, that one got thrown out. Time to move on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the final three. Pew, 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 pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. That was fun. That was fun to beat. I thought so. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Yeah, man. It was fun. You make me nuts about things like that sometimes <laughs> because you will you will get, just to be a pain in the ass, you will get like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to well, stick to my guns and I'm going to dig my heels in and nothing is going to change. you have... I, I kind of think it's the other way around. You have a very set opinion and anybody else that has a varied opinion is just... Well... You can't fathom it. Well, unfortunately for your argument, the courts agreed with me in these. So, that, well, that's that's wonderful, and I I think I said at least once that I defer to the courts on these. Yeah, 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 opinions yeah, yeah. because there's only so many ways you can rearrange rearrange the alphabet without getting a couple of the same words. I don't here know. And there. All the other bands who have been sued for that seem to have no problem. Yeah. So well, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of gray. Regardless, uh, these but are the gray final... is my favorite color. It is Norton, metaphorically clearly. and yeah, 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 in the yeah. color world. These are the final three questions of the Visually. podcast. We've been changing question one every week, and this week we came up with what are your three uh, favorite pizza toppings? Ah, I, have, I have my three. I have my three. We're not counting cheese and sauce, by the way. We're counting. Of just... course not. Okay, what are your three? I love my three. Ricotta. Oh, good. Sausage. Good. And eggplant. Oh, wow. Interesting. The best. I'm, But they're always specialty toppings. Yeah. So I have to pay like a dollar more. I'm all about sausage, peppers, and onions. Ah. I think those are my three favorite. But then I also... But it was not easy for me to just come down with three yeah it was it's very difficult because yeah. i like i like sun-dried tomatoes i like roasted mm. red peppers mm. i like artichoke hearts i like i mean i like hamburgers sometimes if it's seasoned sometimes. right meatball, you know, meatball. yeah meatball. yeah really really but good it's gotta be a good meatball right right so i right. love meatball Ooh, that could rival sausage oh <sighs> maybe maybe if you put a little fennel in the meatball now we're talking how do you feel about ham and pineapple you know what I'm fine with it, and I don't. Under- Do you like it though? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not going to choose it, but if it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah. How about interesting. you? I will firmly stand for any of my brethren that want to order and eat that pizza, but I do not like that combination. My fine. I think, but I will fight for your right to eat that bad pizza all day <laughs> right if you that's what you want on your pizza i don't understand the people are like that doesn't Amen. belong on pizza okay so maybe they Listen, don't think that mario <laughs> yeah. go back to italy yeah, you yeah, can yeah. make your pizzas over there <laughs> wow jeez <laughs> slow down sorry i just had to deal with our neighbor who visited <laughs> <laughs> question number two what's the last movie you saw without any spoilers you have any thoughts well we haven't watched a movie oh no but i've been in the mood it's come back around where I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. But instead, we, we will talk about this. We discovered a new YouTube channel that we sure love. Did. We love. It's called Flight Test. And it's these guys, clearly engineers, but they're really, really into uh, making uh, RC planes. 
air, uh, remote control airplanes, and they make insane planes, huge. They made the the the, the Star Cruiser from Star Wars, huge, like twelve foot long thing, and, and and they make and the cool thing is that they have make a regular plane. They say you can you can download the plans for this for free on our website, or you can order the kit from us. But they give you an option to just download it yourself. Which I love I think, that. It's really really cool. I like that a lot. And I I really love seeing free content. It does my heart good to know that there are creative minds out there that are willing to just create and share. Obviously, people have to make their money, however they make yeah. their money. Yeah, and I get that. I'm cool with it, but. As a creator, part of the joy of it is just being able to share what you do and right. make and see other people do it. So I really appreciate it. Well, that. they even have videos on the, on their site that that step by step show you how to make the planes and I just think that's really really. I'm not even a huge like RC plane guy. I've always wanted one, but I I've, mm. I've never really gotten into it. Mm. But I just think it's great that they just so you can download it for free. And they do all kinds of yeah, weird things. Fun. They do all kinds of weird things. They had like a laser tag. Mm-hmm. So they had like a dog fight with two planes and then when the loser actually in the air the wing Exploded, blew off the plane, and they have a lot of really, really cool content. So go check them out. Very cool. Yeah, really. Oh, they so I I admire so much that they put tons of thought and effort and resources and time. Yeah, into this like kind of meaningless. Yeah, endeavor for just for our entertainment and. For science, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's great. And, it's and, so cool. And let's not forget, too, that this is a group of guys who all went in together and they bought a golf course. Yeah. Okay, so the golf course I, I discovered today uh, while watching while you were you were gone earlier today, that it is an operational, it is an operating golf course. Yeah. But they have put in a couple runways and they, I guess every Thursday and Friday night, no charge, people can just show up there and fly their RC planes That's and they have awesome. big events there and stuff and I think it's, I think it's really, really great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So like I, they had like And their a, videos are good. They're edited well. Really they're well. They're put together really well. They're yeah, it's a lot of fun. It. So flight test, check them out guys. Give them a, give them a shot. Uh, question number three, do you have a local small business that you would like to plug we have two my mother had a birthday recently and we ordered our cake from serratos which is a family-run business in west springfield mass yes and italian bakery the standard beautiful desserts pastries what have you they cater they make wedding cakes they do it all and it's always great stuff and they're a great family so cool. I'll give them a little plug. Why not? Go get yourself some cake. <laughs> well, the other day, no, this was this was when we were was this when we, we were leaving for your marathon. It was yes. the and we went out to breakfast the day before we left. Was it the day before we left? It was Friday. Because I didn't want to go Saturday. I wanted to get bagels. Saturday. Okay, that's right. That's right. Okay, so it was the oh, day before we such left. Such a calculated nutritional week, and I was like, we never get breakfast. I am so much not a morning person that I'm willing to completely forego breakfast for most of my life. I'll get breakfast maybe twice a year. Yeah, right. Realistically. Same for you. Well, I used to go a lot more, including this place we're talking about today. I would go... Before golfing. And yeah, because it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a block away from the golf course I would, I would play often. And it's just called On the Hill in Feeding Hills, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's what a, a treat to have breakfast on vacation. Yeah, it was a great, it's a great breakfast spot. Good food Good and food. cool little spot. And, yeah. and we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Right? Sure did. Sure did. Anything else? No, man. This was fun. Thanks for tolerating me. Oh, my goodness. My, my head almost exploded. Uh. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed, please do. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Go out and do something cool for somebody this week. We'll talk to you next week. Woo-hoo! Bye.